Have you ever been assigned a patient that winds up being not so cut and dry? Like those patients in acute care or the nursing home who have dysphagia but struggle to complete exercises or compensatory strategies because of their intellectual or developmental disability. Or the patient with respiratory failure who develops respiratory-driven cardiac arrest, gets intubated for 10 plus days, and is on a trach and vent. Oh, and he also has a history of stroke, congestive heart failure, COPD, diabetes, and traumatic brain injury. No textbook or single webinar could ever prepare you for that. But we have something that can help you get there, and it's totally free. On May 19th, the MedSLP Collective is hosting another never-been-done-before virtual summit titled Advanced Therapy for Complex Patients, a Medical SLP's Guide. Learn critical concepts with actionable steps you can take for those not-so-cut-and-dry cases. You can earn up to 0.8 advanced ASHA CEUs if you are or you become a member of the MedSLP Collective, and the recording is also available inside of the Collective. Ready to scale your clinical skills? Go to medslpcollective.com forward slash summit to register today. On this episode of the Swallow Your Pride podcast, we have Rebecca Eltunian. She is the founder of Saliva Systems and the inventor of the SWIC oral suction system. Rebecca is passionate about elevating care for those with swallowing disorders. Rebecca Eltunian is a patented inventor with a passion to elevate the standard of care for those suffering from dysphagia when it comes to managing oral secretions. Rebecca is the founder of Saliva Systems and the inventor of the SWIC oral suction system. The device was born out of personal need as a patient and as she approaches this endeavor with the patient's care in the forefront. Rebecca has created a dynamic and diverse team to help bring this novice device to market. She is a mother of three daughters, a small business owner, and entrepreneur. Being part of the speech pathology world from an onlooker, Rebecca is always continually impressed with the passion and compassion from those in this field. She's honored to be able to be in the company of the SLP community and looks forward to offering a novel solution to help the wonderful community service patients in a better way. In her spare time, Rebecca loves bicycling, meditation, and spending time with her daughters. I just love this conversation. I hope you all love it as well. Welcome to the Swallow Your Pride podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Richard. I'm a board-certified specialist in swallowing and swallowing disorders, a mobile fees business owner, and founder of the MedSLP Collective. This podcast is all about delivering the latest evidence-based practice to medical SLPs everywhere. Whether you're a new clinician seeking tangible tools for treatment or a seasoned vet stuck in a rut, my goal is to help ditch the old school ways of the past that no longer serve you or your patients, to reinvigorate your passion for our field, to broaden your knowledge about our scope of practice, and to inspire you to practice at the top of your license. So if you're listening, I encourage you to swallow your pride, be open and willing to learn, because let's face it, your patients deserve that kind of care. With that, let's dive right in. Just a quick disclaimer that all statements and opinions expressed in this episode do not reflect on the organizations associated with the speakers and are their own opinions solely. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, Teresa. Thank you so much for joining me. It's an absolute honor. Yeah. So we were supposed to have a, a, a third person on this episode today, but she unfortunately is not feeling good. So she wasn't able to join us, but we have Rebecca here, who, Rebecca, if you want to tell people a little bit about yourself. 
Thank you. Yes, Mandy Morgan is our speech and language therapist from Saliva Systems. And unfortunately, she is not well today. So you get me and I am the founder of Saliva Systems and the inventor of the Swick Oral Suction System. Uh, coming at this as, as a uh, patient versus a clinician, but uh, really excited to be here and able to talk about SWIC to the community. Awesome. Yeah, so talk a little bit about your background, Rebecca. Where where did this idea come from? What are, Do you have a medical background? Where Yeah, where did this all come from? So I do not have a medical background. Actually, I've been in the beauty industry my whole life. Um, I run a hair salon and um, I was sick. I had thyroid cancer years and years ago and did some bouts of radioactive iodine treatment, which kind of uh, impaired my saliva glands. And then unfortunately was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called Sjogren's syndrome, which further impaired the ability to make saliva. And uh, just needed a device to help moisten the mouth. Actually, it wasn't so much of a swallowing disorder uh, as what saliva system SWIC does is help people with dysphagia, but uh, just created a device that um, basically helps manage saliva-related disorders. Um, no medical background, but a passion once I realized that there really is nothing on the market like SWIC to help patients having met so many people over the time of the creation of this device, realizing there's a huge gap in care for saliva-related disorders and swallowing disorders in general when it comes to managing oral secretions, I just became impassioned with the task of bringing this device to market. And uh, for, for real, I, I just love the SLP community and super happy to be involved. Awesome. Awesome. That's a, that's a great backstory. So talk a little bit more about, you know, was it something like you were suffering with all of this and you were looking for something to solve it? Or did you try any, you know, there's patches, there's medications, there's things on the market that do quote unquote help in some scenarios. And I'd love to hear a little bit about your experience. So my experience with dysphagia is it wasn't really my problem. I had the opposite. I wasn't able to make saliva. So the initial product was a delivery system and it would deliver artificial saliva into the mouth. And although that market was great, I was literally at a local fair with my three daughters and, or my two daughters at the time. And I saw um, a young man who couldn't swallow. And I was watching his mom use the Yankower and thought, boy, if we reverse the pump, could the mouthpiece remove oral secretions. And indeed it did. And that population really needs to be served. So my, my problem wasn't with swallowing, so I can't speak exactly to it. Um, but we have a device that can help, uh, for sure. And just, there's, there's so many people that need this uh, to be attended to without a caregiver intervention. So the focus really switched from replenishment to removal of oral secretions. Yeah, t- talk a little bit more about the device. I'd love to hear more about it. So SWIC is a disposable device. So we keep it in the mouth in clinical settings for 12 hours at a time. It's made of an antimicrobial hydrophilic foam, which is super, super soft, very comfortable. The device is really intended for the patient's comfort in mind. Um, it sits in the mouth and in the anterior sulcus of the mouth and connects to their negative pressure pumps. And continuously, without any caregiver intervention, will remove and wick 
secretions that the patient can get to their mouth, even thick, copious, viscous, thick ones, it can remove secretions from the patient um, unassisted. It will wick and hold about five mLs of fluid at a time, even without the pump being turned on. So it's a completely new way to manage this problem. Can you explain sort of what the setup looks like? Like, is it a big bulky machine? Is it a little, you know, mobile? So SWIC is super, super small and slight. It can fit into a pocket, really. It, it, it's, it's a U-shaped foam. And you guys can look at it on the website, SalivaSystems.com. And there's YouTube videos to show. But it's, it, it's, it, the device itself is, is tiny, and fits most adult mouths. It can be cut also if need be, but we, you know, we've really designed it to fit most mouths. Um, the bulky component of this is the portable pumps if the patient is at home. Um, in clinical setting, it hooks up to the wall-mounted negative pressure pumps. So the device itself is basically kind of the accessory to the patient's pumps. Um, we've also noticed that the pumps that patients are carrying around or using at home are loud and heavy. And we've identified some pumps on the market that are a lot quieter and uh, a little bit more user-friendly, especially if somebody's kind of wanting to go out to a basketball game or a wedding or something like that. So let's, yeah, let's talk a little bit about, you know, sort of the importance of managing oral secretions and how that does impact dysphagia. It can cause dysphagia. It can be a symptom of dysphagia. It's just a, an overall problem. You know, and one thing that I, I think this device is wonderful for is I know, you know, when I was working clinically in the nursing homes, it seemed like this one facility I worked at, they just handed out scopolamine patches to everybody. And that was supposed to dry up the secretions. And then there was so many side effects that a lot of the patients were having with those. And if I'm misrepresenting that. I don't mean to by any means, but there's, there's side effects that come along with using those, right? And they may be the best thing ever for some people. They may not be for other people. I know there's also other medications on the market that can be useful for that. But if a patient can't tolerate that medication, or if the patient is having side effects, then, you know, what are they left to do? So I think, you know, this is a wonderful device Um, You know, I know that nurses can suction. I know, you know, depending on the facility, some SLPs can be trained to suction, but that's not always the most comfortable thing for a patient to go through. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, the, the medications are wonderful and that's the tool that we have right now. And, you know, everyone's trying to help the patient in the end. Uh, The good thing about a solution like SWIC is that it's targeted. It's targeted to the mouth. And it's not systemic like those patches. And, you know, we've heard of Botox and all kinds of things being used, radiation, even in one of the ALS patients that we have. Uh, those are really impactful to the entire body system. SWIC is, is, you know, a targeted solution to the mouth. The nurses are so overwhelmed. And again, I am not clinical. So... I haven't spent a lot of time doing this task of suctioning patients, but we talk about, you know, the, the nursing shortage and how many tasks one nurse is being asked of for one patient and somehow oral care repeatedly from what I'm being told is always missed or, or so, so low on the list of things that these nurses have to do to keep these patients going, especially in critical care and in the nursing centers. So having SWIC as an option for these nurses 
and caregivers, you know, can give them that peace of mind when they just can't be there. It also can bring attention to the mouth. You know, we've heard of stories where patients have literally gotten encephalopathy that's caused seizures because of the bacteria buildup in the mouth and it's just an overlooked area. So having SWIC in the mouth can sort of draw some attention to the area of the mouth and oral care in general. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that's a lot, you know, now that we have, you know, a lot of patients on, on trachs and vents and I know that was such a huge thing during COVID. And, you know, when I was doing a lot of fees, we used to just find so many patients that just constantly couldn't even manage their own secretions. The secretions were spilling into their airway. They ended up with aspiration pneumonia. And so many people were confused, like this patient isn't even eating. How are they you know, they're not even eating or drinking. How are they ending up with aspiration pneumonia? And it's just because they had such bacterialized, um, you know, oral secretion. So this, this is wonderful in that, you know, it can really help keep that patient population healthy so that we can do rehab on them and, and help to improve them. Exactly. You know, having SWIC kind of, we, we hope everyone restores their swallow and in that medium, in that middle time where they're unable to, we, you know, hope to be of some use for that patient while they're regaining their swallow, especially post-ventilation, you know, in extubated patients is where we see a really unique opportunity to help just in that time between. Um, And we know that everyone that's caring for patients are doing it because they care and they can't be everywhere at all times. So it's a nice blanket, a nice coverage when the Yankauer cannot be there. Additionally, you you know, these patients, they become orally defensive. We hear that a lot. They don't want that treatment anymore. They don't want that wand in their mouth. They don't want, you know, the mouth trauma, the soft tissue trauma that can occur. Patients, Patients will become defensive and then in essence, they're kind of become their own worst enemy because they don't realize what can happen if saliva gets inhalated into their lungs. And then a secondary infection like aspiration pneumonia occurs, and then everybody's in big trouble, yeah, yeah. including the systems that have to then pay for these infections. So it's a problem that needs a little attention and new eyes. You know, the Yankar was invented in 1907. And we're still using it today. And you're still using it today. Yeah. It's got some longevity, that's for sure. It does, yeah. and definitely has its place, and I'm sure has done a lot of good in its time. But it would be nice to have a wingman yeah. for sure. Yeah. Let's um, since you know most of my listeners are speech pathologists, let's talk a little bit about um, you know how how does a facility get these? Is it is it do patients have to pay for them? Do the facilities pay for them? What is the what's the payment piece look like for it? So saliva system SWIC device is is a new device, and we are just starting to roll the device into the market. Currently, we're being studied in a large hospital system in the state we are in, uh, in the ICU. And so the device is, is, is just getting its introduction. We are working with hospital systems to become part of the supply chain. They, the individual user can buy directly from us on our website. We are Medicare reimbursed. Um, so the patients can buy directly from us when it comes to getting into institution. I mean, this is something that this device needs to have a little bit of, um, help getting to market with, within the community. We're just starting. We're actually looking for patients to trial the device. Uh, not that we need trials, but just so that we can have some user voice or clinician voice. If anybody wants to do that, they can feel free to reach out to us on our contact page and we'd supply some devices. Um, but 
we're hoping that this device becomes the elevated standard of care for the dysphagic patient in institutional care and getting it there, it kind of will take the community to help push the device as far as the utility of the device, the benefits of the device. Awesome. I love that, Rebecca. Thank you. Um, so another thing that I want to mention here, um, you know, as we're talking about, you know, helping Rebecca roll this product out and, you know, get it into other facilities, I have no financial gain in, in talking about this. I just want to put that out there. I just think it's a really great device. I love what Rebecca's doing. But um, one thing that's really important, and I know I'll get questions about that, is, is this FDA approved? Because that's been sort of a hot topic is, you know, what needs to be FDA approved in our field, what doesn't. Um, so go ahead, Rebecca, I'll let you talk a little bit about that. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a great point. So SWIC is a class one exempt product, meaning that it's, it's been uh, WERB approved as a low risk product. So it's IRB approved through the Western IRB. And when it comes to the FDA regulatory pathway for this device, it, it is registered with the FDA. So it is a market ready device. Awesome. Excellent. So there's some clarification for anybody that's wondering if, if your facility will even go for something like this. So I think that's a big, a big starting point. So awesome. Yeah. I'd love to just talk about, you know, some more patient populations, Rebecca, I know this, you know, we, we mentioned a little bit patients that, you know, might be on ventilators that, you know, have a lot of those secretions, but, you know, are there any other patients that you can think of that, you know, you've really, really helped with this product? Absolutely. Um, you know, the clinical patient, like you talked about, the really obvious critical care patient, for sure. But, you know, patients that suffer with diseases like ALS, it seems to be a, a, a really big population for us to service, you know, those, those patients that near the as the disease progresses and the disease state worsens, they almost exclusively will always lose their swallow. So ALS, Parkinson's, MS, these patients, I mean, there's, there's so many uh, uh, patient populations um, that are at home that, that maybe SLPs aren't seeing every single day. Um, we even, you know, take our stroke patients, early onset of stroke, a lot of patients lose their swallow, as you know, and I think it's something as, as high as 30% don't regain 100% swallow. Um, so populations in the adult this is also a population with pediatrics. However, we do tend to focus on adults right now as we're early roll out. But those neurodegenerative muscular diseases are really a high focus for us, especially the ALS community. Yeah. Any any other groups that you've that you guys have worked with? So, you know, just thinking of one off the top of my head, somebody we visited last week, uh, Mandy, our our clinical SLP. Uh, she actually visited her in person. She was an SMA patient. Um, and this patient, uh, unfortunately, was using upwards of 12 Dixie cups a day oh. to manage her saliva. Oh and, um, you know, so the dystrophy community definitely is a community that we could service. Um, you know, that's what we hear so much. That's just so heartbreaking. People that are putting washcloths in the sides of their mouths, um, people that have degradation of skin and odor because of the, the saliva bacteria just almost eroding their skin. And what happens, which is the, the saddest part of this, is these patients then become so isolated. They're isolated. They're in their homes. They're, they're using these paper Dixie cups. I just talked to another woman whose husband had base of the tongue cancer and 
he just won't go anywhere anymore because he is spitting in a little paper cup all day long. And this is a, a man who actually I've known in my life to be a professional, a very dignified man. And people, you know, this is something that's, that, be, that people lose their dignity through this and, and they, they deserve a better solution. SWIC, just so you know, it's the tubing is clear. We have it wrapped around the ear. It, it is not super obvious that it's in the mouth if someone wanted to go out. It's, it's probably akin to the cannula of an oxygen cannula. But I, I think that as pa- patients start to recognize that with this device, they could maybe maybe go out in public or if not, it just even at home, some relief. We, ho- we hope that it will help restore dignity, if anything, autonomy. When people are sick and I've been sick in my life, you lose that. You become so reliant on so many things and just giving back something to a patient is so important, means so much. Um, and the caregivers that are exhausted, we have one wife of a care of a gentleman who she said, you know, now I can run to Trader Joe's, <laughs> you know, I don't have to have someone come over because I'm worried that, you know, I'm not there to section my, my husband. So these are things that I really excite us. And we hope to continue to be able to get this device where, where it needed just for those types of things. Simple, simple, I call them critter comforts, right? Like we just, we all want to be comfortable. We all want to have dignity and freedom. Yeah. Yeah. What a concept. Yeah. I love this, Rebecca. I love, I love your energy. I love your enthusiasm behind it. You know, I, I love all things. This Yeah. It's a crazy passion. Yeah, it is. It is. I love Here comes a hairdresser out of nowhere who my kids are like, couldn't you think of something like less gross than sucking spit? I said, well, I guess not. Yes. You know, it's so funny. You know, I have, I have, you know, a lot of nursing friends and friends in the medical field and they're like, oh my God, I could never clean anybody's mouth out. I hate saliva. And I'm like, I don't think twice about it. I'm like, I can't stand the sight of blood. Like my child cuts her knee and I'm like, oh, I don't want to clean that up. But saliva doesn't bother me. I don't know. <laughs> so, Isn't that so funny? I have had, I have heard that so many times. Like I, like I have a friend who's a surgeon and she's like, I'll cut into anybody. And I'll, but the second saliva is involved, I'm out and, and we laugh because, but the truth of the matter is people don't like managing people's mouths. And I will tell you one thing that sticks with me at the foundation show in, um, at the convention last year at the, uh, national speech and hearing convention, I'll never forget a speech and language pathologist came up to our table and she said, wow, this is really neat because when I use the yank on my patients, they don't like it. And then they don't like me. And I thought, wow, that's really impactful because they don't realize I'm trying to help them and I'm, and this is hurting them and they, they don't want to see me anymore. And it becomes a barrier to being able to take care of their patients because the patients aren't happy to have that in their mouth. Yeah, that's, that's exactly true. I'll never forget her saying that to me. We're, we're the swallow people, we're the, but yeah, the minute we start sticking things in people's mouths, they just don't like it. So yeah. And anything else you want to touch on any, you know, I think we, we covered most of it. I, I mean, we really do want to implore on the community to help us push the device into the market with, with what they know and who they have being able to get patients that were people that are clinicians that, um, 
know patients that could, could use SWIC, we'd be happy to talk to them and maybe supply the first 10 with some devices. But no, the, the goal, and, and I really thank you, Teresa, for giving me the opportunity to get the word out is, is just to do that, to get the word out. You know, that's the gist of it. And also let them know that our team, the saliva systems team, it's not just me. I, I'm just the person who thought of it. There's a team behind this company that is so passionate, who devotes an incredible amount of time and energy and resource for the community and this device to, to ensure that this device is, is out there and able to help, that we are here, we're accessible via our website, and every single person that's touched this product is doing it from a place of passion and excitement and a knowing that there's a, an opportunity to create a higher level of standard of care for this problem. Awesome. Awesome. I love it so much. All right. So if any, if you guys are interested in checking it out, um, where can they go, Rebecca? Is it salivasystems.com? So salivasystems.com. And on our website, we will have a link you can find that will link you directly to uh, some videos just to show how the device works. They're basic videos and you'll see Mandy on there talking about how to put it on. And uh, she's, uh, we're all accessible to you guys and really look forward to meeting new people and moving forward. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for joining. And, you know, I think this is awesome and yeah, I love it. To download the show notes from this episode, please visit swallowyourpridepodcast.com. There you can also sign up for our email so that you'll never miss another episode. If you like what you hear, then please subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and share it on social media with your friends and colleagues, because that is what keeps these episodes coming. If you'd like to be a guest, share feedback, or request a topic to be discussed on the show, please email podcast at TeresaRichard.com. Special credit to Danny V. Socrates for her amazing audio and editing skills. As always, thanks so much for listening and see you next week.